Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. School shootings are tragic. They should never fucking happen. But they happen so much in this country that this has become our national pastime. He couldn't spell defense if he gave him the first six letters. Couldn't do it. Why the hell would we want Terry Stotts? I guess if you put on that uniform and put that helmet on, you just lose brain cells automatically. Yo, best. Yo, best. Yo, best. That shit crazy. On a Tuesday. It's all leaving with your boy Barry Grant. You can catch me on Instagram and Twitter at All Leaving Podcast. You can listen to the show on Spotify as well as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Deezer, Stitcher, Amazon Music. I'm all over the place, man. And trust me, go to YouTube, hit that subscribe button, like, share, and comment because the page is growing, baby. That All Leaving Wave, hit that thanks button as well. Support the page. Lots to get into. We got NBA playoffs, the Warriors, a dog, and everybody, and yada, yada, yada. We got the Miami Heat. They're struggling right now. The Boston Celtics just evened up the series. What's going to happen in that series? The Lakers' drama and buffoonery continues. CeeDee Lamb getting sued. The Browns may actually eat the cost just to get rid of Baker. NFL is making some changes. And then the greatest segment on the planet, Dummy of the Week. So let's just jump right into it. First off, before I get into any sports talk, I want to send my thoughts and prayers out to the families of all those who lost their lives today in the tragic school shooting in Uvalde, Texas. 15 people lost their lives. And every time we hear about this, our heart sinks even more because those who don't have children feel it. Those who have children feel it. And... Just like Steve Kerr said today, when is it going to be enough? My thoughts on the situation is this. How many more kids have to die? How many more adults have to die because they're risking their lives? They're putting their lives on the line for these children to protect these kids. That's what they're supposed to do, right? But at the same time, why are our schools under siege here? There's no other country around the world that has more school shootings than the United States. Since 2009, there's been 288 school shootings here. You don't even have that around the world total in regards to all the other countries. But we have that amount here. And the reason why we have it here is because the politicians that are in power like to stay in power so they don't want to upset the lobbyists. They don't want to upset the gun laws. They don't want to ruffle any feathers. And that's why this country is where it is. This is why our education system sucks. This is why our infrastructure sucks. This is why we have so much hatred and vitriol around the world because of how we do things. 
we're always on the big stage and we're always front page news because we're the embarrassing United States. That's what we own. School shootings are tragic. They should never fucking happen. But they happen so much in this country that this has become our national pastime. It's not baseball. It's not football. It's not basketball. It's not March Madness. It's not WrestleMania. School shootings. How are we going to change this? Everybody wants to talk about eh, the gun laws are changing, and I'm sure that will. But you need stricter background checks. That can help. And guess what the bigger picture is? Mental health. There are not enough mental health advocates out there. There is not enough resources going into mental health. You should have mental health counselors and a whole bunch of people in these schools that see certain kids struggling and understand the dynamics is a little off. Contact the parents and try to get something going. That's what's the problem. You can't have so many school shootings in this country without there having a mental health issue. There's an epidemic in this country. It ain't coronavirus. It ain't anything else. It's that. That's the problem. But they don't care. Our government doesn't give a shit. You got those people that when it comes to election year, they're going to come to your community and kiss babies and shake hands and tell you a whole bunch of bullshit and nonsense. And once they get elected, they don't care. They got you. They're in there for four years. They're going to sit on every bill and everything that's actually going to help this country move forward. They're going to stash that because they have to appease to the lobbyists. They have to appease to the corrupt system that's there. That's what they do. You know what can also help in schools as well? Metal detectors in every school. Make sure that people just can't walk into a school. That you actually have to go through a gated security system. Where your name has to be on a list. And there's heavy security around the front of the school. So people don't just come willy-nilly in. That can help, but guess what? That takes effort and money. And this government doesn't want to spend money on education. They don't even want to buy kids books. They don't even want to teach black history in most classes. You think they're going to pay for security and safety? Nah, let's throw them a DVD and show them how to dive on the tables when there's a school shooter. That'll help. I wonder what happened to those poor kids that didn't get a chance to go under their tables. Guess that DVD didn't work, did it? Start holding your elected officials accountable. Don't just hold them accountable because this just happened now and everybody's going to be a prisoner of the moment. Everybody's going to be talking about it. Don't let up. Don't let it just die out so they can just move on to something else or table the shit. That's the problem here. We got to keep on them. We got to make sure they stay honest. We got to make sure that these things get done and this doesn't happen to somebody else's child. This is enough already. How many more school shootings are we going to have? It's the norm now. You know, there's a lot of people that are look at this school shooting. 
They'll check their phone and say, huh, another school shooting. Oh, terrible. Moving on. Let me go watch some Netflix. Why? Because it's so common. We have gotten numb to this. It's so prevalent in our country that we are numb to it. When everybody should be up in arms. Everybody should be marching to Capitol Hill. Everybody should be demanding change with their gun laws, with their mental health programs. Change. Real change is needed. That's all I'm going to say. How the hell am I going to segue into basketball? I'm going to try. NBA Finals are on the precipice. And we kind of got an idea of what we're going to see. Golden State Warriors, they played a hell of a game three the other night. And they're up 3-0. They're playing right now. I think they're down. I mean, do does anybody really care if they lose this game? They're not going to lose four straight games. So we can kind of pencil Golden State into the NBA Finals. So kudos to them. Respect to them. Respect to Steve Kerr. Uh, you know, Steph Curry and the boys. They took a couple of seasons off. Now they're back. But that's not what I want to talk about. What I want to talk about is Luka Doncic. The guy is so dominant. The guy makes basketball look so easy. He's not a great athlete. He's not in great shape. He's not a great shooter. But his instincts are some of the best instincts I've ever seen on a basketball court. Gifted. Knows angles. Knows how to keep guys off balance. Knows how to use his size to get to the rim and get to the line. Knows how to get his teammates involved. Knows how to hit big shots. Now, he had a great game in game three, and they still lose. But why is that? And what I've realized about Luka is that he tends to want to do everything too much. The triple-double has really jaded the NBA. Everybody thinks that a triple-double is... The greatest stat in the world. Oh my God, he's he's doing everything. He's he's all over the place. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe he doesn't need to be all over the place. Maybe he should just focus on scoring the basketball. Let other people set up other guys. Not saying that he doesn't have that skill. He can be able to use that skill when it's needed. But it doesn't need to be an every game thing, a every quarter thing where... He's trying to be LeBron James because he can't. It's okay to be Kobe. It's okay to be Jordan. If you know how to score, go get 60. Don't stop at 35 or 40 and get 15 rebounds and 13 assists and all this shit. For what? Go get your 65 and make sure you win the game. He has that ability. I'm tired of the triple-double. I am tired of people telling me about how great he is and da-da-da. I see the greatness. But when you're putting up big stats like that and I see the line and I see the game and the trends, I know that he can do more. But because he wants to be this European Swiss Army knife instead of just getting a fucking bucket, that's why these teams get into problems. Score. There's great players in NBA history that I'm sure could have averaged 10, 12 assists a game. But they knew that they were bucket getters. Allen Iverson, 
bucket getter. Kobe Bryant, bucket getter. Tracy McGrady, bucket getter. All those guys can be able to create and, and, and help the teammates out, but they understood that they had that, that ability to score and score in bunches, and that's more demoralizing than getting 17 assists in a game and 14 rebounds and 30 points. How about you get 55 points, five rebounds and eight assists? That would work better. That would come up with a dub. So that's the thing. It's like, stop trying so hard to get everybody involved. Do what you do best and take people off the dribble, bust their ass, get your points, and put your team in a position to win. Simple. I'm tired of the damn triple-double. I really am. I'm tired of guys, you look at their line and everything is just, I don't need that. I didn't grow up with that in basketball. You had Oscar Robinson do it. You had Magic do it a little bit. You had Jason Kidd do it a little bit. But I don't need to see it every game. It's corny now. It really is. I don't see Steph Curry doing that. Steph Curry go out there and give you 38 and hit 10 threes. He don't have to get 15 assists and 10 rebounds for what? what what's the point of that? Let Draymond get that. Draymond's not the star, so he can be able to do that. I don't need the star of the team to do everything. I don't. I need him to go get a bucket and go dominate the game. Simple. Moving on. Moving on. The Miami Heat are banged up, y'all. I mean, there's no other way to put it. They had one of the worst games I've seen out of starting five in NBA history. Jimmy Butler had a bad game. Kyle Lowry needs a wheelchair. They just they just did not have it, and the Boston Celtics rolled over them in game four. Now, is the series over? Ah, series is not over. Does it feel over? It does feel over. It feels like the air has been sucked out of Miami. really has. Jimmy Butler is doing all he can, but he's banged up. The knee is a problem. He says it's not a problem. It's a problem. Kyle Lowry got one leg. Looks like Mr. Glass out there. So what are they going to do? How can they be able to make these adjustments? How can they slow down Jason Tatum? I don't know if you can. Maybe what the thing is, maybe allow Jason Tatum to go off and try to keep everybody else in check. Maybe they got to bench Kyle Lowry for good. Maybe put Jimmy Butler at the point guard and see what happens. But there's something that needs to happen. And Coach Spo is always good at making adjustments, so I'm not really worried about them. But if I got to pick somebody to win the series now, I'm going Boston. They're the healthier team. They look more confident. They smell blood. And when you have a gritty team like this that's coached by a very, very tough hard-nosed, gritty guy, those teams normally know how to close. Now, it's Boston, so we still have to kind of take it with a grain of salt till we can see it, but they just have that feel right now. So we might be lined up for a Warriors-Celtics NBA Finals. Is it going to be a good Finals? I'm sure. I don't think I'm going to watch it, <laughs> but I'm sure it's going to be nice. I can't do it. 
There's no way I can watch two teams that I hate. I can't do it. I, I'm, I don't get paid to be an analyst. I can be able to say no. <laughs> and maybe that's what I'll do. Maybe I'll just get the highlights. I, I can't stomach that. I can't stomach that. I, I really can't. I hate the Celtics, and I hate the Warriors. Like some players on there, like Jason Tatum, you know, like Steph Curry. But to see them go at it, that's like the 2009 World Series. Yankees and Phillies, who, who am I rooting for? Who do I care? I don't, I don't give a shit. I don't care. So, you know, we'll see. I, I'm sure it's going to be a great series if that does happen. But I'm really, really hoping it doesn't. I really hope it doesn't. Because, <laughs> man, it's going to be a long series for me. Coming up after the break, the Lakers continue to step in it. I, I just, I got no words. I mean, I do have words, and I'll, I'll save it. I'll save it until the next segment. On a Tuesday night, it's all even. Yo, it's your man DJ G Money for that Flip the Script podcast. Yeah, 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 we in the studio right now. Flip shut up. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> listen. Shout out to the Old Even podcast. My oh, man Barry oh, Grant Jr. Whoa, 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 What's up, whoa, man? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What happened? What you, you, you want to say to the people? Shout out to my young podcast. Yeah, let me get the joint. What's up? Oh, Even. Oh, Even podcast. Yo, it ain't Even up here, boy. <laughs> we put this joint up, man. Oh, Even. Yo, you. Oh, my God. What's up with you, man? Now, you got well, that's a shout out. You keeping this? Yeah, keep all that. <laughs> you want to jump all even podcast, right? Yeah, all even. That's your man? My man. All right, shout out to all even podcast. 100%. Like, I have to, I got to laugh so I don't cry. I really do. I don't know what the Los Angeles Lakers are doing anymore. I just don't, I don't even think they know. So, what we see is the Lakers, they have moved to the final stages of their coaching search. And they've selected three candidates. Darvin Ham, the assistant coach for the Milwaukee Bucks. Kenny Atkinson, the assistant coach for the Golden State Warriors, and retread all-star coach Terry Stotts. Who was looking for Terry Stotts? When I saw the list, I'm like, all right, cool. You know, we're going to have Mark Jackson on the list. You know, we'll have Darvin Ham. But where did Terry Stotts come from? So we have Frank Vogel. Frank Vogel was a head coach, defensive-minded guy, wasn't really great offensively. Won the championship in the bubble. Great, congratulations. And you want to replace him with Terry Stotts. The same Terry Stotts that couldn't get his team past a certain point in the, in the NBA playoffs. The same Terry Stotts that is a great offensive mind but has no idea what defense is. He couldn't spell defense if he gave him the first six letters. Couldn't do it. Why the hell would we want Terry Stotts? Kenny Atkinson, coach the Nets. Great developing coach. He's, he's a great guy for player development. Who are you developing on the Lakers? You got LeBron James. You got Anthony Davis. You still have Russell Westbrook. Who are you developing? 
What would he do here? This is not Lonzo Ball and Brandon Ingram. I would have loved to have him back then. What are you bringing in Kenny Atkinson for? For what? The only one that makes sense to me, Darvin Ham. I wanted Sam Cassell, Darvin Ham, Mark Jackson, those guys. Good, nice black coaches. Two of them that never had a shot before. And I'm okay with what with, with hiring a, a a a brand new head coach with no experience. Just hire the right guy. So I care about hire the right guy. We had a rumor, or there was a report that Rob Palenka and Sean Marks had a meeting at the combine, and everybody's like, "Oh, are they talking trade?" No, they ain't talking no damn trade. They're talking Kenny Atkinson. Well, how is Kenny as a coach? Like, really? You doing all this due diligence for the wrong dude. Just hire Darvin Ham already and let's move on. But wait, wait. There's more. There's more. So there's supposed to be three candidates, right? Oh, no. Under the table, they were still talking to Jawan Howard. Jawan Howard had to come out in the public and say, nah, I ain't with that. They was on my ass. They was chasing me a little bit. I had to tell them, chill. I want to stay in Michigan. So they're not really three then. So why are you hiding other candidates? Why don't you just be honest? Then there was another rumor that said, hey, you know, they're still keeping an eye on Doc Rivers. I have never seen a head coach that won one championship that has gotten more mileage out of that one championship than Doc Rivers. Frank Vogel got a championship. Nobody calling his ass. But every time Doc Rivers is available, somebody wants him. Why? The man has more Game 7 failures than anybody combined in NBA history as a coach. There's times where Doc Rivers has no idea what he's doing on the sidelines. And the players know it. So now you're going to put him with this failed group? No, you actually need a head coach that, not saying that they don't respect Doc Rivers, but they need somebody who's new, who's fresh, who can be able to challenge them. That's why I was a big fan of Ty Lue. Ty Lue was a brand new coach. He got into LeBron James's face and said, this is not how we're going to do things, bro. You don't have people challenging you much. I'm going to do it here. And LeBron James looked at him and said, you know what? I respect that. That's what I believe Darvin Ham can do. That's what I believe the Sam Cassell can do. That's what I believe a Mark Jackson can do. But everybody wants to talk about Mark Jackson's history. And, oh, he made the locker room toxic. Yo, listen, these are grown-ass men. If he has a certain view and people don't and people don't agree with that, they don't have to listen to it. If he was trying to get prayer meetings and all that, they didn't have to come. Can't make those stuff mandatory, but everybody wants to throw shade at Mark Jackson. Everybody messes up and fails at some point in their life. But does that define you as a person? So he doesn't deserve another shot because in his first go round, he made some mistakes that I'm sure he probably wouldn't make now. 
But nah, this is cancel culture society, right? So when you make one mistake, you do one thing, you make one tweet 15 years ago, you got to still pay for it today. Because this is how the society is. Everybody wants to get you. Everybody wants to be the person to say, look what I found. I found this this one tweet that he said that he hates gerbils. And we're going to get him from the gerbil community because gerbils have feelings too. Probably the same people that haven't been laid in 15 years. Those people. Sick of it. Back on track though. Darvin Ham looks like the leader for this job. But because it's the Lakers, can't tell you. Can't tell you who's actually in the lead because they don't know. They're still going under the table and hiring people or talking to this person and having these secret meetings. They don't know. They don't know. And that's the problem. Then I hear that Every coach that they're interviewing or spoke to, they have asked them about how they're going to use Russell Westbrook. This is a guy that pretty much scorched earth here, and you're trying to convince a head coach that you might have to keep that motherfucker? Why? Why? If the Lakers don't trade Russell Westbrook, I got to take a year off. Not going to lie to you. I told you it was a bad idea from Jump Street. People used to argue with me who know nothing about basketball and told me that was a good idea. Really? I played basketball my whole life. Watched it my whole life. I know a bad player when I see one. This one had neon lights around it telling you that was a bad idea. Yo, but he gets triple doubles though. What else? Can't tell you. They don't know because most people only watch box scores. Most people only watch ESPN for the highlights. They don't know shit about basketball. And the people that argued that point, I wonder how they look now. Maybe they're, yes, Russell's still my guy, man. You know, he, he, he tries hard, man. Shut up. Shut up. So now I'm hearing that teams are demanding a first-round pick just to get Russ. You think? I'm surprised it was one. I thought they would have said, yo, you got you to gotta come off two of those. Come up off two of those and we could talk. So the Lakers, they're talking about, oh, we may not want to give up a first-round pick. You're going to have no choice. F them picks. Get his ass out of town and ship his ass somewhere else because he can't come back here next season. Not with that Laker fan base, not with that Laker media, not with that exit interview that he crashed and burned in. There's no way you can come back. Not here. This ain't the Knicks. This ain't the Houston Rockets. This ain't NBA Siberia in Sacramento. This is not NBA Bermuda in Orlando where dreams and careers go to die. This is Los Angeles. This is the Lakers. Have some respect and decorum for your franchise and get his ass out. My confidence in this Lakers organization is weighing every day. Every day, 
I see Rob Palenka's face, I want to punch a wall. <laughs> Every time I see a quote from Jeannie Buss, I just roll my eyes. Every time I hear Magic Johnson talk about it, you know, maybe we should keep Russell. It's just, just shut, stop. Just sick of all of them. They all just don't know what they're doing. They're all in one circle jerk, not understanding what to do. That's the problem, is that you have all of these people in the room, and everybody's looking at each other like, so, uh, what do you think? Yeah, you know, uh, we, we told the media three guys, but, you know, I think we got some, we got like these seven other guys we want to talk to. Well, is anybody going to update the media? No, 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 let's just do it under the table. No one's going to find out about it. Newsflash, everybody knows about it. Just dumb. Coming up after the break, some NFL news. It's a lot to get into. On a Tuesday night, so I'll leave it. Welcome back, y'all. CD Lamb is in the news, and it ain't for nothing good. I'm telling you, these Cowboys, man, everybody gotta have something going on. Kelvin Joseph with his stupid ass. Now you got CD Lamb. CD Lamb is allegedly being sued by a card company for not fulfilling his obligations he was supposed to sign a whole bunch of cards and he wasn't able to do so so now the trading card company leaf trading cards is suing cd lamb for hundred thousand dollars for restitution and you know uh, lawyer bills and all types of stuff so is he going to face any serious penalties from the NFL for this? Absolutely not. But it's just one of those things where it's like, come on, bro. Like, you you take their money and, and you're supposed to fulfill certain obligations to this particular company because they cut you a check. Just go ahead and do that. I, I don't understand what the big deal is. They want you to sign a couple cars or sign a couple jerseys and shirts. Just go do it. You get paid. It's... I don't know, man. I don't know. It's like, I guess if you put on that uniform and put that helmet on, you just lose brain cells automatically. You just get stupider. That's what it looks like to me. So it looks like, so, you know what? We'll see what happens in regards to this. I don't think anything major is going to come of it from the NFL, obviously. Is Jerry Jones going to do something? You know, he's a soft ass he's not gonna do nothing there's no penalties that comes with being a Dallas Cowboy so you know this is gonna be swept under the rug and CeeDee Lamb is gonna possibly have a productive year this year so moving on moving on the the Browns I I love this story this I can't get enough of this the Browns have put it out there that they are desperate y'all they're saying to themselves we will pay the lump sum of his salary if you just take him. <laughs> we just we just don't want him here anymore. We will pay 80% of what he's owed. Just take him. And I still think they don't have no suitors. Like everybody's like, ah, you know, 85% is, you know, still means I gotta pay 15. It's a lot. <laughs> Like, people are not willing to give up anything for Baker. And granted, I understand 
because if they cut him, then they could be able to sign him for whatever. So a lot of teams are waiting for that to happen. They want him to get released so they can be able to offer him the mid-level or whatever it is. They don't really want to give up any type of assets, whether it's a four, five, six, seven, future seven, 10 years down the road, seven. They don't want to give up nothing for Baker. And I don't blame them. You know why? Because he's a bum. He's not that good. And I remember people months ago in the season, oh, you'll see Baker's hurt. You'll see. You'll see what he does. Remember I put out a video about Baker on my YouTube channel. Go check that out. And I got a comment and said, oh, you're so wrong. Can't wait to prove you're wrong. Really? Wonder how you f- I wonder how you feel now. wonder how you feel now that nobody wants him. And they can't even get rid of him. Although they're willing to do the Major League Baseball thing. Where they pretty much just eat the contract and still trade the player somewhere. We will handle all of the financial responsibilities. We just don't want him here. And people are like, no, nope, no, nope, still don't trust it. <laughs> still, nope, still, I don't care if you're paying 70, 80, 90, 95%, still don't trust it. So there's something that you're not telling me why you just want to give him away like this. They want to give him away because they're done. They were willing to tie themselves to a quarterback that has legal trouble. Really ripped up his contract and gave him a brand new deal. We don't care what type of legal trouble you're in. You are worlds better than what we got now. So we'll wait. <laughs> if you get suspended for eight games or ten games or even a whole season, we'll wait. We'll be all right. Anything but Baker. That's how bad it is. Moving on. Moving on. The NFL is considering getting rid of the Pro Bowl. About fucking time. Nobody watches the fucking Pro Bowl. Nobody cares. So I don't understand why this thing has been on this long. Football should not be played casually in regards to like people just lightly hitting each other. If you want to do that, just do flag football. Do that or have some great events. Have a 40-yard dash. Have a 100-meter sprint. Have a, 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 a throw-off. Some shit like that where there's some interesting, like, Olympic-style events where the AFC and the NFC are competing. That That's fun. That makes sense. You can make, like, a couple of days out of it and come up with a winner, whatever, and then have some type of stipulation or, you know, caveat of who wins. They get something. I don't know. You can think of that, but... That's more interesting than watching boring-ass football. Nobody cares about that shit. So I'm glad that they're considering it. They should just make it final now. Cancel it and do something else because nobody gives a fuck about the Pro Bowl. No one. There's another thing that they shouldn't care about too. The Rooney Rule. I'm hearing rumors that they are thinking about expanding the Rooney Rule to interview a candidate from the underrepresented group that's what they're planning to do now so they're expanding the Rooney rule or thinking about doing it and honestly the Rooney rule hasn't worked in quite some time so why would you expand something that's broken oh the NFL does that because you know why they don't know what the fuck they're doing when it comes to this when it comes to racial issues or things that are very sensitive like this they're just 
They get all shell-shocked and frozen because they have no idea what they're doing. And they're forcing people who are not comfortable with this particular rule and actually are angry about it because maybe they're closet racist and they don't want to comply. You're making it worse for the candidates that actually do get interviewed because they know they're not getting the job. They know that they're not getting the respect that the other candidates are getting. So you're just setting them up for failure. It's just enough already. Just get rid of this stupid-ass rule. Get rid of the Pro Bowl and get rid of the Rooney Rule. Nobody gives a fuck about the Pro Bowl and nobody gives a shit about the Rooney Rule. They both need to be revamped or get them out of here. Period. Moving on, moving on to my New York Mets. We definitely got some good news today on the Jacob DeGrom front. DeGrominate. DeGromination. They said that it's possible he could be back by late June, right before All-Star break, and be back with the Mets. You know, rehab is going well. The rest is going well. Looks like the the joint is healing the way it's supposed to. The bone, bone is healing the way it's supposed to. So we're really, really excited about that as Met fans, hearing that Jacob DeGrom could be back by this time next month, which is amazing. What does that mean for the Mets that are in first place right now? They are 29 and 15 at the moment. Playing the Giants as we speak, I think they're down. But, you know, both New York teams are playing well. Yankees are the first to 30 wins. They won in walk-off fashion tonight. The Mets are battling. They're playing well. They're still pitching great. Guys are coming out of the woodwork, and they're helping. David Peterson, you have Williams, you have a whole bunch of other guys stepping up, man, and can they sustain this? I, I don't know if they can. Buck Walter's doing a hell of a job in regards to how he's managing this team. Happy birthday to Buck today. So what, they, what they've shown is grit. What they've shown is a will to win. What they've shown is professionalism. They've shown a camaraderie and a and a brotherhood on this team that I haven't seen in quite some time I think the last time I saw a team this close was 2015 the last time I saw a team that close prior to that was probably maybe 06 so there's a lot of good stuff happening right now and we really gotta hope that it continues as Mets fans as the city of New York you know, from Queens, kids from Queens, we, we got to make sure that this continues, man. So we got to continue to support the Mets, continue to get to the ballpark, continue to appreciate that beautiful Siva statue that's in the front of the, the, the ballpark. And, you know, the sky's the limit this year. If everybody can stay healthy, if the ground can come back and help this pitching staff, this team can get to another level because you're talking about the Grom, Scherzer, Bassett, that's a crazy one, two, three combo at the top of your rotation. And that's what you call street killers. They're not going to be able to go on long losing streaks because they have such a great one, two, three combo. So, yeah, I'm excited. Any news about the Grom positively is great news. Coming up after the break, the greatest segment on the planet, Dummy of the Week. On a Tuesday night, it's all even. This is the God Jensen Gals. 
Just want to give a shout out to All Even Podcast, the best sports podcast out there. Keep up the amazing work. Also check us out at CigarGentsAndGals.com, where everyday apparel for cigar smokers. Let's get it. What's going on? What's up with you? It's your boy, the Candyman, the ALFRE to the D. It's your boy, Alfred, from the Rap Lab Podcast. And it's the one and only True G. Just call me the QG from the Rap Lab Podcast. And you tuned in to All Even with Barry Grant. Boy, that shit crazy. Welcome back, y'all. So without further ado, the greatest segment on the planet, Dummy of the Week. Dummy, yeah. We pick candidates on Tuesday and Saturday whenever I get that Saturday show up and running. It's coming. And then we pick the winner on that Saturday show. So until I get that Saturday show up and running, and it will be up and running in a few weeks, y'all. Definitely some big changes coming to the show, so look out for that. We are going to pick a winner tonight. And there's only one I can think of. There's only one brain-dead, damaged soul out there that is floating around in the dummy-verse. May I have the drum roll, please? And the winner is Josh Donaldson, third baseman for the New York Yankees. And the Yankees win. They're not winning this one. Josh Donaldson is my winner for... Because, yeah. ladies and gentlemen of the jury, if anybody has had this happen to them, you understand exactly what I'm talking about. You have a white friend or a white colleague, and they tend to say certain things that you let slide, you let slide. You don't want to, you don't want things to get too weird, so and they kind of brush it off and laugh. <sighs> and they just keep saying it. They keep saying it because they see the reaction that they're getting out of you. Hey, that's a laugh. So maybe I can continue to say this without revealing what I really mean. Then something happens and that word or that phrase or that term that they're calling you comes out again and now you're really hot. And it turns into a big brawl, big misunderstanding. Well, last time I said it to you, it wasn't an issue. No, 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 no. Here's the problem. It always was an issue. It's how that other person handled it. They didn't want to put your head through a glass the first nine times you said it. So, Mr. Donaldson believes that just because Tim Anderson said something in a 2019 interview about him feeling like he's Jackie Robinson and Jackie Robinson changed the game and he feels he has a responsibility to see if he can be able to change the game. Josh Donaldson takes it upon himself to start calling this man Jackie. Really? You really think that that was appropriate for you to say? Josh Johnson has always been a guy that has rubbed people the wrong way with his antics and what he says. But here's the thing is that you always got people that say, yo, yo, I don't like the way, I don't like what you did. I don't like this, this, and that. But that one person that's going to stall off and punch you in the mouth, that's the person you need to worry about person that's gonna stall off and make a scene that's the person you need to worry about and you got people out there well i don't think that he said anything crazy we need to slow down 
those people are just like Josh Donaldson, that they think that they can get away with certain things until they get punched in the mouth. And the whole thing changes. The whole atmosphere changes. Now they become the victim. Victim splaining is what I is what I call it. That you can be able to poke the bear, and when the bear bites your ass, you want the bear to be put down. Really? Oh, I, I didn't mean anything by it. Did you wanted to strike a nerve, so you said it? Cause you could have called him Tim. You could have called him T.A., you could have called him asshole, you could have called him any other thing you wanted to, but you kept saying that line. <laughs> this, is why, this is why it's funny to me, because all of those people that, that have an issue with it, I want all of those people that have an issue with it, go up to the next black person you see and call them Malcolm X. <laughs> and see what the hell happens to you. Go up to the next black woman you see and call her Rosa Parks. Go ahead and see what happens. Just to say that, oh, you don't think that there's nothing wrong with it. That's the problem. Is that the brain cells that it takes to actually have a smart thought that then travels to your mouth, that then travels to your extremities, they don't exist in the certain people. My mother used to always have this saying, if she can bottle up common sense, she'd be a billionaire. And it's true. There's so many dummies out there that, you can't really keep count and they keep having children they keep having children they keep mass producing this is why our country is one of the stupidest countries in the world because we have the most dummies we got guys like josh donaldson that is a great athlete but there's not too much going on upstairs <laughs> anybody that lives on instagram saw that that um customer service representative at, at that airport get gets steamed up by that by that customer why because he must have said something crazy and customer tuned him up tuned up the band on him knocked him silly over the counter that's what happens you say something wild to somebody you might just get checked so josh donaldson you may never win any humanitarian awards for being a decent person but you're a winner for Dummy of the Week. That's all for this show. I'll see you guys next Tuesday because there is not going to be a Saturday show. We're still working the kinks out about that. So next Tuesday, we'll be up and running again. So until then, stay safe. Stay cool. Peace. You can catch me on Instagram and Twitter at All Even Podcast. Listen to the show on Podbeam, Amazon Music, Spotify, and wherever you find your podcasts available. And check out my YouTube channel, All Even Podcast. And don't forget to like, share, and hit that subscribe button. My son is the champ, so get over it. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.